MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the Challenge Gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of Challenge Champion. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I had Atlanta first, but Teresa, how does it feel to know that you made it on my top 10 list of the greatest housewives of all time? It feels good. Stay tuned. We'll get into the conversation right after these quick ads. Hey, Raindrop. I am so excited for today's guest. One is a Stanford Medicine certified nutritionist and beautiful mom of two. And baby, the other is the undisputed queen of New Jersey. And number two on my list of the greatest housewives of all time. Yes, honey, I'm talking about Melissa Feaster and the one, the only, Teresa Judai. They join me today to talk about their podcast, Namaste Bitches, and their live shows on November 10th and 11th. If you're in Philly or Silver Spring, Maryland, honey, make sure you get your tickets, child. We also get into the early days of New Jersey Housewives, me working with Teresa for the very first time. And during that combo, honey, I reveal if Melissa Gorga was actually befriending producers to get on the show. Oh, yes, bitch. We're going there. Finally, we discussed Teresa's dream New Jersey Housewives cast. Honey, without further ado, let's get into my conversation with Melissa Feaster and Teresa Judice. Teresa, obviously, you are one of the loves of my life. You know that. We still... We started out together. So, Melissa, let me give you a quick backstory on the Teresa and Carlos King relationship. So, long story short, I did one season of Atlanta Housewives. I get a phone call that Bravo may be doing a Real Housewives of New Jersey, right? So, then it was like, okay, I'll do it. I live in New York, so this should be fun. Like, that was my thing. Like, this should be fun. Long story short, Melissa, every producer gets assigned a housewife. Guess who I had, Melissa? No way. I'm, ho- I'm hoping you say Teresa, not Danielle. Oh, <laughs> you're going you're gonna to gag. I had Teresa and Danielle. <laughs> Are right? you serious? Yes, 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 You yes, didn't get paid yes. enough for that, Carlos. You didn't get paid enough for that. No, I was this little whippersnapper just trying to make it in the business <laughs> and... The rest is history. So 
Teresa, I am so happy. I was oh. easy. I was, right? Carlos, I was easy. I was so You were easy. super easy and you were super fun. And one thing that I want the audience to know, and you too, Melissa, and, and Melissa, I'm sure you know this now as well, working with um, Teresa on your podcast, Namaste Bitches, is the fact that Teresa is still down to earth. She's always been the sweetest. And I will always defend Teresa because I know the real Teresa. She's a good girl. She's a family girl. She's a great mom. And it's time that the world really understands who you are, Teresa. So Uh I'm thankful that you and Melissa decided to come on Reality with the King. This is a big deal for me. And we're just going to have fun. Big deal for me, too. That's amazing. Carlos, that was really nice. I mean... You know, it's funny that you say, A, it's, that was amazing that you said that. Um, and two, I couldn't agree with you more. And I say this all the time. People are like, you know, you watch Jersey. You watch The Housewives. You've seen Teresa on for a decade. What is Teresa like what, that you don't see on the show? And it's exactly what you were saying. Like, she is down to earth. She's chill. She is namaste. For, I mean, listen, for the most part, we all get a little crazy, but... There are definitely more times where Teresa is telling me to, like, chill the F out than I am telling her to, like, why are you so crazy? Like, she's always like, Melissa, why are you so, like, what's going on? So (laughs) it's definitely been, it's definitely been, um, it is. It's different working with her than what you see on The Housewives, for sure. Well, the reason why you're like that, babe, just, you know, because you have little babies, so it's hectic, you know? Yeah, I mean, listen— Thank you. I appreciate you saying that. I do have two, as I was telling Carlos, I do have two little maniacs under five. So I'm a lunatic. (laughs) That's a lot. But again, let's just, we'll throw it on the kids. Take the kids away. I'm still a lunatic. But (laughs) we can blame it on the fact that I have two small children. Um, But yes, I am am like that and always here. And Teresa's always like, just chill out. Just like namaste. Yes, and that's the reason why I love the podcast you guys have together because, again, it's it's the Teresa who I know. So to see you and Melissa have these conversations is so great. And Teresa, my first episodes, well, one of my first episodes of the podcast, I did my greatest housewives of all time. And you made the top 10 list, Teresa. Did you know this? No, I didn't know that. So you are number... Two, Teresa. Ah, Wait, two, we won. I know who's one. Who do you think? Ramona. Uh, Nini. Nini. Nini, I knew it. I knew it, Carlos. I knew it. Yeah, it was either between me and her. I didn't know, yeah. Because you had them first. Did you have them first? I had Atlanta first. But Mm -hmm. Teresa, how does it feel to know that you made it on my top 10 list of the greatest housewives of all time? It feels good. It feels really good. Thank you. I love you. No, because, listen, you know, I've been on Housewives now for a long time, going on to season 13. And, cause you know, I think, I I think, I don't know if you know, but it hasn't been fun for me. Season one and two, I was just getting my feet wet. And then all the darkness hit. And um, so I've, you know, this wasn't fun for me. It really wasn't. So, um, you know, I'm glad that you're here to shed the light, to say the truth of like who I really am, because I, I feel like, you know, everyone thinks they know me from the housewives, but they don't really know the real Teresa because season three on, I've been, you know, I've had people come after me, right? 
Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you've watched it, season three on. So it's like, so I feel like everybody didn't get the real true Teresa that I, I wish they would have, you know? Listen, I know drama's going to happen, but, you know, I was like I said, I was just getting my feet wet. And then, unfortunately, my family came on. And I'm so happy that you finally said the truth about how that happened because I've been, you know, I've been wanting the truth to come out for over 10 years. Wow. You know, she hasn't been saying stuff. I mean, we have a podcast for her to talk about things and she's still not saying stuff. So all these people are like, Teresa does this to them and this to them. Teresa could have opened her mouth a long time ago about certain things, things that I don't even know about. And she hasn't. Even on our own podcast, on interviews, on everything. So I think people need to understand that too. Like she has a platform. She can definitely be vocal and use it. And to go against and say things that, uh, against others, she has not. So I think that speaks to her and who she is as well. And so what what I wanted to say is I always wanted the truth to come out because it was, the, I'll say it, it was my sister-in-law saying, you know, her, you know, saying what she had to say. And then it was me saying what I had to say, but I needed someone to validate the truth because it was her word against mine. So that, you know, and that's why she got away with it all these years, because it was just, you know, it was between me and me and her. So nobody Mm -hmm. knew who was telling the truth. And that's why it was so frustrating to me. And I didn't, I I didn't even think to ask you, Carlos, like, I didn't even think like I should have. But I knew Andy Cohen called me and I guess he didn't want to get involved or whatever, which I understand because he was the one that called me to tell me that they were coming on the show. You know, you know, my sister, yeah. or my cousin. So but I remember won't well, like I remember season two, you kept telling me you're like your sister-in-law keeps DMing me. And I was like, right. Or was it Facebook, Facebook or DM that she kept contacting Facebook. you? All right. So Facebook, because yes. this was Facebook time. And you're like, she keeps contacting me. And I was like, why is she contacting you? That's so weird. And I didn't even back then, that's how naive I was. I wasn't putting two to two together that she was trying to get herself on the show. Like, and meanwhile, I was telling her everything that was happening on the show. She she knew everything about Danielle. She, like her and Kathy knew everything that was going on because I was speaking to them. And then once I got on the TV show, that's when... I got really busy. And then my family, like, like what happened to Teresa? Cause I wasn't around as much as I was. And then that's when all this jealousy happened. I mean, call it, a, I'm calling a spade a spade because yeah. then they started contacting Carlos King. I don't, and I don't know if Kathy was probably same thing. Cause she, her and Kathy, uh, Melissa and Kathy got casted together. So I know um, that Melissa was ca- contacting Carlos King because he was telling me, you know, he was telling me, he's like, your sister-in-law is, you know, contacting me. And I'm like, and I didn't understand why, you know? And then afterwards, after they got on the show, then I was like, that's why she was doing that. And then the whole sprinkle cookie thing, that was her way of getting herself on the show. Like, like everybody doesn't know the truth, how this all happened. This happened, like, you know, I was here. I was, you know, I met, you know, my sister-in-law comes over now. Joe's whole family's over at my house. And Joe's mother is the one that said who brought these cookies. And, um, and I was like, you know, and she's like, oh, your sister-in-law. 
Like these are gar- and my mother-in-law is the one that threw them in the garbage because she said <laughs> nobody, you know, she was like nobody eats at these shit the cookies, you know, like the way she talked. Your mother-in-law you know? wanted to be a housewife. Look at that. She was plotting the whole time. No, but my point is my mother-in-law was saying like, like, so here I am trying to be a good sister-in-law and I'm telling my, you know, I'm telling Melissa, I'm like, I'm like, cause Joe's family was kind of making fun of her cause she brought sprinkle cookies from, from like, you know, in that plastic container instead of going to the bakery and getting, you know, real pastries. So here I am trying to be like a good sister-in-law and telling her, you know, I'm trying to give her advice. Like next time you come over, like if you're going to play the part, you know, and have the nice house and and like dress nice and have the you know. Also, oh, you were you were you were helping her to get a position on the show. Wow, not, like no, giving her advice. Not, not a position on the show, just a position in life. You get like you understand. Oh, I was like, gotcha. Okay. Like I was just being a good sister-in-law to her, like a position, like you know, like just giving her good advice. Like I'm like, Melissa, if you're gonna play the, like you know, part, like have a nice house, dress nice, dress your kid nice, you gotta. Bring nice desserts. Do you understand? Like, like, <laughs> oh, like no, you, you I know, get it. Like, you get it because like, some people yeah. don't understand my language. It's like you, you, you know, you have to round off the, you know, like complete it all the way around. Don't go halfway. Do you understand? Yes. No, am I get I, it. Am you I know, saying right? Oh, you are. No, listen, listen, <laughs> Teresa. I've been with you since day one, which is two thousand nine. So I understand the language of Teresa. Thank you. Don't, Thank you, you, so, <laughs> don't you worry. Don't you worry. So. This I want to get the be- true story. The true so let's story talk about, about the truth. Let's talk yeah. about the truth. Okay. So, so and listen, this isn't to bash anybody. I no, don't. Not I don't at have all. any. I don't have any issues with Melissa and Joe. I don't. I don't know them personally. This is this is just me and my friend Teresa, along with our mutual friend now Melissa, um, having a conversation. So, this is the truth of the matter. It is true. Um, me and Melissa are Facebook friends. And the reason why we're Facebook friends is because in 2009, 2010, she did friend request me um, as a Facebook friend because she knew I was a producer on The Real Housewives of New Jersey. And she would message me. That is the truth. And that's, 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 that's no shade. I'm not going to disclose what the messages were because that's being messy. But Teresa is right. And what I will say is this. After I left season two... Um, I was in Chicago working with um, Oprah Winfrey behind the scenes for her network, right? And me and, Ter- me and Teresa are super close, and I'm her producer, so we're, we're, like, very close. And it is true. Teresa did call me because she did receive a phone call that her sister-in-law and brother were joining the show, and she found out by the producers. That, that, that is the truth. And Teresa was... <sighs> I don't want to get emotional, but Teresa was very emotional and nervous because she didn't listen this is my opinion teresa you can you can obviously answer this when you called me i felt that you were just hurt by not knowing about it and number 2 you were just like what is going on like i don't want to you kept saying to me i do not want to fight with my family carlos like i don't that's my family. Like, I don't want to fight with them. Because I think at that time, you knew, like, look, drama's drama. I, I can, listen, I can flip the table with Danielle. I can go toe-to-toe with the best of them. I do not want to go toe-to-toe with my family. And as an avid viewer of Jersey since I left, I know for a fact, and I'm not going to cry, I know for a fact that your mom and father um, 
this is not what they wanted to see. Exactly. Yeah. And never. And that's why all these like past over 10 years, I kept, I kept my mouth shut a lot. I mean, I could have, you know, what do you think? I, I mean, my nerves were, I, I could have went more crazier than I, than I was because I was like, what, this is not what my family's really about. And I was like, I, I don't want to show America this. Like if, if my brother Melissa came on the right way, I would have loved to show America how it was when me and my brother grew up. You remember Carlos? I used to always tell you, me and my brother were best friends growing up. Yes. Best friends. Best friends. Everyone used to be so jealous of our relationship. They used to ask my brother and I ask, and then you know, I'm sure he would vouch for that. They'd be like, oh my God, like how come you and your brother are so close? Like, how do you have that relationship? And we just did. It's just, we just always had respect for each other. My parents always used to tell us you only have the two, you know, each other. So you should always, you know, respect and honor each other, which we always did. And then this, I always say it like this, and I don't know if people understand where I, where everything went to shit was fame and money ruined my family. I kept, I said that mm. Bravo con. and why I'm saying that is because fame and money, because my brother and Melissa came on the show to become famous and because they're getting a, a nice paycheck. So that's when I say fame and money ruined our family because that's what ruined our family. Not that I ruined the family because I really didn't. Cause when they came on the show, like the christening was the first episode and that's when my brother went crazy on me. And I was like, for, and I'm like, and then I just recently saw my friend and I'm going to say it. I'm going to say this. I just saw my friend, Lisa G, that she was there for my kids. I just put it on my Instagram. She was really there for my kids when I was in jail. And she took my kids all over New York City. She had an apartment in the city. She, they spent time in her apartment. She, like, wined and dined my kids. She really did. She was the best. She was an aunt that they never had. She really was. And I wanted to praise her because, you know, you know, I just wanted her to know because I'm indebted to her for life because mm -hmm. she was there for my kids when I was in jail. She really was. And my mother was so close to her. My mother was so close to her. And my mother said to her, which the other night she, she told me this and I started crying. She said, your mother told me like after the christening, because my mother opened up to her, like my mother told her everything. That, you know, your brother did that at the christening because he wanted to be like you. Like when you flipped the table and I became so popular. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God. I'm like, that's so like, I know my mother would say that to, to like, I know that that's like my mother never said that to me. Do you understand? Like my mother yes. never said that to me because you know why my mother never said that to me? My mother wanted to keep the peace. Yes. She wanted to keep the peace between me and my brother. So I, Carlos, I swear to God to you, I never watched the show. Everybody knows it. Everybody knows I never watched the show because I couldn't stand watching. And, and you know what? I think that was a blessing in disguise for me not to watch the show. Because if I would have watched, because now I'm starting to watch the show. And I'm watching everything that my brother and Melissa said about me. It's, it's heart-wrenching, devastating. It's the worst. Like, I, I can't even believe my brother and Melissa would say things like that about me. Like, I swear to God, like, when I see it now, but now that I'm watching it, it's like, it's like, that's why I think 
I didn't watch it because then I would have, I would have got more upset. It would have been like more fighting and it would have hurt my parents even more. And yeah. you know, when my brother says, my brother said that my ex put my mother in the grave. No, that took years away from my life. My parents seeing me and my brother fighting. That took years away from my parents' life because no uh, parents want to yeah. see their brother. I mean, no parents want to see their children. Only two children fight. Yeah. And we only had, it was only the four of us. We only had, it was a small family. And then of course we had, my father had that, uh, you know, his one sister, um, Kathy's mom, that like mm -hmm. you saw what happened with that, you know, again, fame and money. And like, I don't need a cousin that, you know, to do that to me either, you know? So we stopped talking to them. So my only family was my parents and my brother and I. That's my only family. And then, yeah, to, no. you know, to watch this now, mm -hmm. it's like I'm, I'm really spilling my guts out right now. I'm spilling my guts out because it's just... Well, no, I think, I think it's important. And I'm sure that's why you and Melissa Feaster are so close because one thing I know about you, Teresa, um, and this is even going back when I first met you, you wear your heart on your sleeve and you're such a good person. And I saw firsthand how your parents adored you. You did everything for your mom and dad. I remember having a meeting with your daughters. You probably don't remember this. Um, I had a meeting with your daughters in front of you and I said, stop being mean to your mom. She's all you have. And, yeah. and she's such a good mom. And you girls will grow up understanding that your mom is the best thing in the world. Stop being a brat. Like, get, cut your mom some slack. Because I saw the relationship that you have with your mother. And listen, like I said, I'm not here to bash anybody. This isn't for that because it's namaste, bitches. Yes. <laughs> but, but I really want people to know that you've always been a good girl. I remember the early days of us shooting season one. You and Jacqueline used to talk every single day at six o'clock in the morning for two hours. Mm -hmm. You would tell Jacqueline, hold on. Um, I got to do something. And Jacqueline will hold on for 30 minutes until you got back. <laughs> Melissa Feaster, this is truly what happened. Listen, like, I know. I understand. Do you, is that y'all relationship now? Like you, uh, you, and, you and Teresa? Yeah. Teresa and I are in a serious conversation the other day. And she's like, hold on. Um, do you have that in like a size eight? I'm like, what are you, what are you doing? She's like, I had to get shoes. I'm like... <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> uh, wait, sh like shoes for my kids? You mean? I don't know what you're doing. Uh, <laughs> like, just... Ooh, I hate to interrupt, but stay tuned for more. We'll be right back after these quick ads. This is Reality with the King, and I'm Carlos King. Let's get back into the show. Season one, I remember Teresa just wanted to have fun. Mm. She was like, look, Carlos, I'm here to have fun. My best friend Dina's on the show. I love Jacqueline. Her sister Caroline's cool. You know, I don't know Danielle, but hey, she's good TV. Like, it, it'll be fun. And fast forward to the infamous table flip. So, Melissa Feaster, let me tell you this, because I never told anyone this. So, Teresa, you're going to be so... Because, Carlos, <laughs> you have both of them. These are your two. I have both of them. Uh, so, after Teresa flipped the table, she calls me Melissa Feaster, and she says, so what do you think? I said, Teresa, you are going to go down in history as one of the best women in reality television. I said, that table flip is going to be 
the most iconic moment in reality television. And Teresa's like, you think so? You think? No, and I, 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 no remember because I was so upset that I did yeah. that? Yeah. I was like, I was, that's really, like, is that, I was like, I was like, oh my God, Carlos, I'm so sorry. I didn't, I didn't want to do that. And I was like, I, like, I, 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 I'm like, I never done did that before. I'm like, but I, I got so angry and, I, and I'm like, I'm like, is that going to make me look bad? I was asking him all this. Yes. And, he, and then he was saying, and then, right? Because you, you're missing yeah. all that. Yep. Yep. And, she, and I said, you are going to be the biggest star in the world. And and and, and Melissa, she was like, are you like, it, it did not I, I even compute. Yeah, she no. was like, I don't know what you mean by that. I said, oh, trust me, bitch. You are going to be major. And 14 what years later, you are still the OG of the show. So let's talk about this podcast, Namaste Bitches, because I'm, I'm really, I want my audience to know too, like, obviously your co-host and friend named Melissa, which I love the irony. I mean. But how did this come about, this friendship? Wait, and I just, before, I, I, I want Melissa to answer this, but I just want to also put out there, because I, I've been saving this for the right time, and this is the right time because Carlos is on Melissa, and you, and you see how much he means to me. There's two things. First thing, Carlos, I already told you this. I'm so sorry I didn't invite you to the wedding. <laughs> he's so he's someone that he was always in my mind that I always wanted to invite. I was like, if I ever got married again, and you see, I like I missed him. You see, and I'm like, fuck, I'm so sorry. Can I say fuck? Yes, you can. Right, and, so, yes. So uh-huh. Carlos, I just and I already apologized to you the other day. So I, I love you so much, and so I you, love were, you, you too. were there in my in my soul and spirit because yes. you know you know I wanted you to be there, and I wish you yes. would have called me because I would have said, "Oh my god!" Oh no! Yes. And the thing is this: I, I said to Teresa because she's so sweet. I said, "Our friendship is not predicated right. on me getting an invite to your wedding." I said, okay. I, "I know that a bride." has a lot going on. I said, Teresa, you and I are friends forever. And we don't have to talk every single day for me to know that you love me. So no apologies needed, sister. And when you you. have your one-year wedding anniversary, bitch, I am coming to Jersey and we're going to party. Louis said he wants to renew our vows every year. So you're coming to one. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So then, and then the next thing, and then Melissa will go into how we met. I just want to put out there, there's, there is a God. There is a God because, look, I couldn't stand that name, Melissa. You know why, obviously, because of my sister-in-law. And look, God brought a beautiful Melissa into my world. Like a beautiful Melissa that I adore. I love her, like best friend, sister, like we were meant to be. And you see, and now I love saying that name. I love saying (laughs) Melissa. I don't mind it. I'm I'm, I'm at peace with it. I'm I'm so at peace with it. I like love, I love Melissa. I love Melissa. Love. I love Love Melissa too. I love, thank you. I love you both. That was so nice, Teresa. All right, so tell them how we met. Um, Well, I mean, I don't even know how I follow that one up. I mean, geez. (laughs) Um, yeah so Melissa obviously Teresa was destined to have a Melissa that she really loved in her life I my other podcast uh side piece I had Teresa's attorney whom I love uh, a lot he's incredible I had him on and we just became friends and you know Carl's like you do this like I like to do it because I like to meet cool people and develop friendships and all this stuff so I like to be cool with people I have on and get to know them. And we 
got close talking and like just forming a cool relationship. And I said, I want to do more. Like you work with Teresa. There's so much more to Teresa than the freaking housewives. Uh, I think this is a good time for her to do more than just the housewives. Let's do this. I've been podcasting. I like to do this. Let's go. Like, let's see, make something happen with Teresa. And you know how, I mean, it takes forever, right? There's lots of conversations. We met, Teresa and I met for the first time. I went to the Ultimate Girls Trip premiere here in LA. I was Cynthia Bailey's date uh, because I got to know Cynthia well through having her ex, Mike Hill, on my on my podcast. Oh. Mike couldn't go. Cynthia called me last minute and said, will you be my date, my plus one? I go to Ultimate Girls Trip premiere. Her Teresa's attorney, Jim, calls me and says, listen, Teresa's going to be there. This is, you, you know, you guys can meet, talk, see how it goes. And then I was like, oh, shit, how's this bitch going to be? Like, cool. Is she going to be, you know, I don't know. You don't know, right? You don't know. You're just watching somebody on TV. She was, and I'm not just saying this because she's here. Teresa knows I'll say anything to her face. She was so warm right from the get-go and genuine and caring and so nice to meet you. And and some others weren't, okay? And she and Louie both were beyond incredible. And then it just the relationship with Teresa just started from there then. Yeah, no, she's, uh, listen, Cynthia Bailey, another one of my loves. It's like the love two degree her. separation of Carlos King. I got Teresa and Cynthia, I love it. So Melissa, I'm now a part of your life, so we're going to be sisters too. It. So it's I the trifecta. It. Perfect. No, and, and I'm glad you shared that because there's a lot of reality stars, some I worked with, who aren't nice. Yes. They're, they, they think they're Julia Roberts level of celebrity. Yes. And they're just not nice people. And one thing I will say that I'm glad you said, Melissa, is the fact that Teresa is a cool totally. chick. And and I don't think Teresa, at least back then, Teresa, but I'm curious of what happened now. Back then, Teresa had no idea how famous she was. She would still go to the grocery store, uh, go to the local shops to buy her daughter's um, wardrobe. And I'd be like, Teresa, you're like the biggest star in New Jersey, bitch. You need to like get security. She's like, no, Carlos, I like being myself. Now, Teresa, do you still go to the supermarket? Do you go to the mall by yourself? Do you have a bodyguard? Do you understand that you are a big fucking star? <laughs> no, I still do the same thing I did before. <laughs> yeah, it's her granola at the local mall. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we go shoe I, my shopping. favorite granola is at the Short Hills Mall. Yes, I do. I don't have security. I, I just do everything on my she own. Goes to kids' soccer games, sits there. She calls me from the soccer games, calls me from the mall, calls me eating her granola. Yeah. Like the same <laughs> shit, Carlos, that you were with 13 years ago. Yeah. It's, it's crazy to me because, I mean, it, it's crazy, but it's also it's a good crazy because. It also show you that, yeah, she's the OG of New Jersey. She's one of the greatest housewives of all time. She was on Dance with the Stars. You have achieved so much success. A fucking Super Bowl commercial. You've done everything, but you are still the same old Teresa. Two, two Super Bowl commercials. Uh, Carlos. Oh, I'm sorry. Carlos. Two Super Bowl it's commercials. Two, okay. My bad. <laughs> Not one bitch, but two bitches. Two, two Super Bowl commercials. But you are still the same Teresa from Patterson. <laughs> I am. Yes, I from am. Pat- I, I don't. I didn't. I didn't forget where I came from. You know, and I never will. Um, 
you know, like going to the MTV Awards was, you know, it was cool. Um, but I was, I, I never forget where Teresa came from. I'm, I'll always be down to earth. Like, I don't act like exactly. I don't act like, like oh, I'm Teresa. I'm a, you know, I'm a diva. No, I mean, I just act, you know, I, I want, I act like I want, I want, I act like I want other, you know, like people to treat me and yes. that's how I treat them. Vice yes. Versa. Yes. No. It, 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 it's it's who you are, and that's how Melissa was able to see that. And you guys have this amazing podcast. So tell us what is Namaste Bitches about? Because there's a lot of podcasts on the world, and my listeners are huge fans of reality TV, but also pop culture. So you have a wide audience of listeners. Explain to them what Namaste Bitches is about, and and exactly what you two are providing for our listeners. So, yeah, so I mean, listen, it's it's what initially what we started. There's so much more. Why are we doing a podcast together? Why Teresa? I think there's so much people a don't know who I am uh, unless they listen to my former or to my other podcast side piece. And then there's so much more to Teresa. Like there's so much more. The Housewives is a smidgen of her life. There's so much more to that. You don't know the behind the scenes and all this stuff. Mom life, relationships, like the everyday in and out. And just real life. Like the housewives is not real life. It's real, but it's not real life, right? So what is the life like without the cameras, without the glam, without all this? That's what we're giving. Like you being a mom, being in a relationship, health, working out, you know, all these things. Life, just life. Life, life, like life. Yeah. I mean, of course, I'm always going to touch on, you know, if there's something out there in the press that I need to talk about, I have no problem always addressing it. Like when the season comes out, if, you know, of course, I'll talk about housewives, you know, like we'll give each other's opinion about what's going on in the other reality TV worlds. But I also want people to get to know the real me, the real Teresa. And like, we're going to take questions from, you know, from everyone that, you know, any questions that they want to ask us. Like, I want to get back on the podcast with you, Carlos, and, you know, and talk some more. Like, yes. I, you know, and I, like, I want us to talk about life. Like, what's, go, what's going on in the right. world? Like, if you want to ask us an opinion about something, if we want to ask you an opinion about something, like, I think that's great because knowledge is power. Do people know, you know, that there's four girls, Louis has two boys, what Louis deals with one of the, his, his sons with autism, how the two boys get along with her four girls. Like you guys, like nobody knows that, right? Does anybody know I have two kids under five that I'm a certified Stanford nutritionist that, you know, all these things, right? So it's just glimpses into who we are, but that's relatable, real life, you know, real moms, real wives, all those types of things. I love that. And you guys also have a tour coming up. So let us know about this tour. What can we expect and how can people get tickets? Okay, before that one, let's go to back to one more thing about the ultimate girls trip. Do you like Kenya? Is Kenya one of your girls? Oh, she's one of my best friends. Okay, so I love her too. And I love Kenya. She had my back against Ramona. So that girl, <laughs> I have I like I have her back for life. Cause nobody, Carlos, you know, nobody ever sticks up for me. And Kenya. No. Yes, and Kenya had my back on the Ultimate Girls Trip, so I love, love, love Kenya. Anyway, Ultimate Girls Trip, it comes up again, like how Melissa got on the show, my sister-in-law. And again, it was her word against my word. And, and, she, and like, here's, you know, um, Cynthia Bailey and Kenya, and I was like, oh, man, like, I want to tell them, like, Cynthia, I think she knows the truth, 
Because yeah. I sent her, I sent her um, what you put out there with um, what was her name, Heather? Heather, Mac- Heather McDonald. Heather McDonald, and I didn't send it to Kenya. I wanted to, but I think Kenya, she, I think she knows who, what I'm all about. So again, yes. I, on the Ultimate Girls Trip, it was brought up again. It was, and again, <laughs> yes, and again, she lied. She lied again, and I was just like, I would have let this go a long time ago. If she would have, and, and it, listen, and it's, it's, look, you see how the truth always comes out? And I, I did forget, you know, I mean, whatever, I don't care because they're not in my life anymore and I'm really at peace now. Mm-hmm. But my thing is, if they would have said, like, if Melissa would have owned up to it a long time ago and said, you know what, I'm sorry, I did do that behind your back. You know, I did, you know, I was writing shit, emails to Danielle. I was contacting your producers. I did put out, the sprinkle cookie thing on Facebook. Cause you know, I, I was trying to, you know, I wanted to get on the show. Yeah. And if she would have just admitted it to me, I maybe back when it happened, like years ago, like when she first came on, maybe our relationship would have blossomed into something beautiful, but no, it was like, that was their way to stay on the show by bashing me every season, which to me, I don't need family like that. You know, and then I thought when I met Louie, it was going to be totally different. I'm like, all right. And I was excited. I was like, oh, my God. All right, fine. Joe's out of the picture. Let's see now if it changes with Louie and then wait till everybody sees the next season. It's going to be freaking mind blowing. And I'm going to leave it at that. Yeah, I'm going to leave we're it gonna at that. We're going to give a little more at our Philly <laughs> Carlos. We're going to Philly. We're going next. Thursday, the 10th of Philly. There might be some surprise guests, Carlos. There's, you know, there's always going to be some tea. Come on. <laughs> yes. So it's fun. It's going to be a night of fun. Again, more just like Mama Say Bitches behind the scenes, fun, laughs, um, you know, some tea spillage and maybe some surprise guests. And that is Philly um, yeah. next uh, Thursday, the 10th. And they can get tickets at access.com. Yes, I love that. Okay, so before yeah. I let you ladies go, we got to take a trip down memory lane. Okay, so okay. these are my favorite moments, Melissa Feaster, of me and Teresa working together season uh-huh. one and two. I'm going to give you my uh-huh. top three favorite moments of all time of me and Teresa working together on the Real Housewives of New Jersey. You ready? ready. Okay, ready. Teresa, do you remember... this is one of my top three favorite moments number three is when (laughs) i love your laugh you chased danielle down the country club hall do you remember how that came about teresa um yes because um she called me honey right she's like she called me honey she's like um i was like i was like don't call me honey and then she's like I could, and I, whatever she said, and I said, well, is bitch better? <laughs> right? And then yes. I said, is bitch better? And then, and then she starts walking. Oh, and then she said, my house was in foreclosure. Yes. And I'm like, come over here. I was, and then I, I wanted to finish talking to her, and she ran away from me. So then I started running after her because I was like, this is not going to end this way. Like, my house is not in foreclosure. And like, you need to tell me, like, why you're saying this. So that's why I changed. You started her. it, but I'm going to finish it. No, because yes, I, I wanted to finish talking to her. Like, why are you saying this? You know, and like she ran away from me. So that's why I chased her. Any, you know? Yeah, <laughs> good memory. And yeah, Teresa, yeah. would you like Danielle back on the show? 
Um, listen, she made great TV. She, she's great. She's great TV. And, um, and I'm glad that she finally spoke out and said the truth that Melissa was, you know, contacting her like season mm-hmm. two, which I didn't know. And, and Carlos, you know, when, when I pushed Andy, I didn't know that she got that from my sister-in-law that, that when, when Danielle said, you didn't go see your nephew in the hospital. Yeah. I, I, I didn't put two and two together to like, uh, like Yesterday. I swear recently, like, yes, like, because I swear to God, you don't understand. It's been like, it's, yeah. Because you know what? I didn't want to think that my family did that to me. Like, I, I, w- I didn't want to believe it. Yeah. And now, and now, like, all these, like, the truth is coming out. Like, every, you know, what's the saying? Like, all the, like, everything's, like, coming out. The I skeletons are coming it. out it's the like, closet, all the bones. Yes, yeah. That's it. Yes. The, that all the skeletons are coming out. It's like mind blowing to me. It's like both. It's like, but I, I really feel at peace because I I got to the peace part already. But now that all the truth is unveiling, and it's like because God wants me to be at peace. Mm. He really and so does. do your parents. And it's, your parents do too. Yeah. There's always. Yes. You have. They are guardian angel. And listen, I want the world to know. I was. I was witness to Teresa taking care of her mom and dad. And after we were rapping, scene, Melissa, um, your then husband Joe, who I who I still love, obviously. Hey, Joe. Yeah, so do um, I. Yes. Um, Teresa and Joe would tell the crew, "Hey, stay over, have dinner Aww. with us. Um, let's sit at the table and talk." That's and nice. every no, Melissa. Every time we would rap, it was mandatory that Joe would say, "No, sit down, put the cameras down." Carlos, let the team, because I was the boss. Carlos, let the let the camera crew stay <laughs> um, and let's have dinner together. That's that's amazing. That's what the Judices were at the home. And and sometimes when um your mom and dad were there, they would do the same thing. And I'm not gonna cry, but they are they were so good people and they raised a good girl. And I want you to know that at the end of the day, you're parents are smiling down on you and they want you to be happy. And sometimes, and I want the world to know this, and Kyle Richards is going through this on the Beverly Hills Housewives. Listen, in a perfect world, your siblings um, will always be in your life as best friends. But one thing I know for sure is sometimes you have to accept the fact that the person you grew up with no longer is the person that you remember. And right. and the only thing that you need to mourn is the loss of who that person was when y'all were growing up and accept the fact that this person as an adult chooses to be this person. And I have to accept the fact that I don't recognize you anymore. And I am a grown person and I'm going to focus on my family and my 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 own situation. So totally. You're right. That's, no, that's thank you. That's, that's yeah. a good. That's a good. Look point, at me, Namaste, bitches. See, I'm good. I'm yeah. good. I'm good. I'm good. We'll bring it all up. Nah, we'll bring it all up, like, Melissa. See, girl, I got something to <laughs> offer too. You, you made me cry, laugh. I love you, Carlos. Like it feels no, so good I love to talk you. to you. And, I love you. Okay. And, and I and I love anybody else that loves my parents because oh, I miss them I tremendously. Them. And just hearing that brings back yeah. memories. And, yeah. and I know you weren't at my wedding day, but Melissa was there when we were getting married, Louie and I, 
like I wasn't sure if it was going to rain. Carlos, I swear to God, when we said I do to each other, my psychic was in the audience. She's my friend. She circled it through the cloud. Two ray of lights of sun were coming <sighs> through it. And she, and she sent it to me. She, like afterwards, she's like, your parents were there with you. Remember, Melissa? They, yeah. yeah, yeah it was like awesome. it was amazing. So they were there. Yeah, and that'll and that'll that'll constantly happen too. You haven't noticed yet that your parents will remind you whether it's a smell, a light, or a memory. So just know that, and I love them. Right, okay, right, go on. Me, Number yeah. two favorite moment is when you and Jacqueline um, stepped on grapes. Uh, <laughs> yes, your garage. and they never showed that. I know. Oh my god! It Wait, Carlos, so can you fun. get that clip? Because I would. I would post that. We got to talk to Sirens Media, but... Oh, my God. They look, need to post that. That was a I was Love Lucy so moment. Good. Yes. It was Lucy and Ethel. Yes, a moment. Yes. It was such a good moment. And um, do you miss your friendship with Jacqueline? I mean, listen, our friendship was, like, amazing. It really was. Like, you remember when we, when we stopped it talking? It was like, I, Melissa, it was like I got divorced like I was getting divorced, like from my from my wife, you know, like like my best friend. Like it, yeah. it was really devastating to me. Um, so like I listen, I wish her well, but I thought, you know, we can never go back to where it was because, you know, unfortunately yeah. we just can't. Because, you know, but I do wish her well. I like no ill feelings or anything. You know, that was like that was the part of my journey back then. So I mean now, you know, now I have Melissa. I have Melissa Feaster, you know? <laughs> yeah. And we yeah, love and Melissa know, Carlos, Feaster, baby. I'm all about loyalty. Okay. I'm all, like, yes. lo- loyalty's very big Oh, I know. So and that's why... It's like anything else. Like, once you yeah. break that loyalty, it's like, how do you go back to that? It's hard. I mean, listen, some people could, and God bless them. I'm just made little differently. You know? I was born in the Godfather years. That You know? <laughs> I was born <laughs> in those years. And to me, I... I I, I would never do that to someone. So I don't expect them to do that to me. Okay. No, I get that. I get that. Okay. And number one, obviously, my favorite moment is the okay. table flip. Uh-oh. We already talked okay. about the table flip. Yes. But but based on the fact that the table flip was season one and we had Teresa, Danielle, Dina, Caroline, and Jacqueline. So Melissa Feaster, I'm going to start with you. And then I'm going to start with myself and we're going to end with Teresa. Melissa Feaster, name your all-time dream cast of the Real Housewives of New Jersey. If we had a legacy edition, past or present, name five Jersey Housewives you would love to see in a show together. Ooh, 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 ooh. Oh, okay. Jersey Jersey only, only past or present. Five only. Your uh, dream cast. Teresa, um, I would say, listen, from a producer, good TV, Sure. Does it is it realistic? No. Good TV. Teresa, Caroline, Danielle, uh, Jacqueline, and Margaret. Dolores. Okay. <laughs> okay. Six. I'm doing six. No, Dolores. Dolores. So wait. No, okay. Margaret. Do- six. Six. Dolores. Okay. 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 Here's mine, and Teresa, you go last. Okay. Okay. This is Carlos King's dream Jersey housewife cast, past or present. Teresa, Danielle, Caroline, Dina, and Jacqueline. Oh, okay. You go. With Jacqueline. I want the. I want. I, I want the OG. You like. Back. You like. The le- you want the legacy. 
I want the I, I want the OGs and Melissa Feaster. I'm gonna say this to you and Teresa, you do your list and then we're done. Because as somebody who did the first two seasons, and Teresa can attest to this, it was natural. It was it wasn't fake. It was yeah. it was super real. It wasn't an alliance about like we're gonna go against this person or set. It was it was so natural, and I will forever be grateful to Dina, Caroline, Teresa, Jacqueline, Danielle for two fucking years because they proved what a organic friendship, whether it's bad or good, but it was real reality TV. And my issue with some, some newer seasons of shows is a lot of people are playing to the camera, being fake, and they're playing to the audience versus being right. real in the moment. So I will, I will have my in my perfect dream cast. It would be the original five. Oh, okay, yeah. go ahead, Teresa. Your turn. All right. Um, you know what? I have to say, um, I'm going to agree with you because <gasps> yes, because you know why? Um, season three on was it was just hell for me. It really was. It was like living in hell. It really was. So, um, and I didn't have fun. I, there was no fun at all. It, it's been, it's been so dark and, and a, like a lot of people have been acting up on the camera and I don't even like, my thing is, it's just, it's, it's not what I ever expect the reality TV to be because a lot of people exactly act up for the cameras and do this and do that, but whatever, we don't want to get into that. So yeah, I would, I would love the first, the first, um, the way the way we started look season one guys. and season two, yes, yeah, and and it look at that, yes, Carlos back, definitely. Oh, yes. yes, definitely <laughs> Carlos back, yes, definitely. Go ahead, Melissa Feaster, you're so good, and the best friend of, yes, and we got Melissa Feaster as a friend of. So another thing, remember Carlos when I said to you, I don't want to fight with my family because I was seeing what was going on between Jacqueline, Dina, and Caroline, yeah, and it was about their family, and I was like. I was like, I don't want what's happening to them to happen to me. I was like, I didn't want that. And at least I didn't want to give Caroline props, but I will give Caroline and Dina and Jack, well, all of them, but it, it was more because Caroline yeah. was at the BravoCon. So I will give them props. One thing I have to say about their family, they never aired their dirty laundry out there. No, and the fact that Caroline season one finale, when she told Danielle, I'm the one that brought the book yeah. up. Like, like at the end of the day, say what you want about the family. And I'm not here to say, you know, whether it was true or not, that's not my place. What I will say is at the end of the day, you saw family stick together. Yes. yes. And, and, and I, I and, love and, that. And I that, love that. I I as someone with nine siblings, I love that too. Um, Teresa, last question for you. You've been on the show for almost 15 years. How long do you see yourself continuing on Jersey? Until the end. Yes! Yes, yes, I'm I'm not, nobody's going to scare me away. I'm going to be, I started it, I'm going to finish it. Yeah! 
Yes. As, I, as long as Bravo wants me, I, you know, of course, I'm married to them. Until they want to divorce Yay. me, I'm married to them for life, you know? I love it. Oh, thank Damn. you, Melissa Feaster. Thank you, Teresa, thank my, you. my baby. Thank you. I love let you. The, I love you. So let the world know where they can find you, follow you, and support your new podcast as We need to well. come out to Namaste Bitches. We have a new episode every Wednesday. You guys check it out. And we will be live in Philly Thursday, November 10th. Get your tickets at access.com. And you can follow us at Namaste Bitches Pod. And I'm at Melissa Feaster. And I'm at Teresa Judice. Can't wait to see everybody in Philly. Love, love, love you guys. Make sure you listen to Namaste Bitches. Love you guys. And Carlos, Carla, and Carlos King. Reality with the King podcast. Reality yes. with the King podcast. Love, love, love you guys. Love you. Oh, baby. I love that conversation. I can talk to Teresa and Melissa all day. But look, once again, make sure you follow and subscribe to the Namaste Bitches podcast and check out their live shows on November 10th and 11th. Because the way they spill tea on Reality with the King, I'm pretty sure they're going to spill more tea at their live show. So get your tickets. It's always so good to catch up with Teresa. And honey, I made a new friend in Melissa Feaster. But guess what, y'all? I want to stay on the East Coast a little bit longer. So tune in Friday for a little Real Housewives of New Jersey recap episode. Thank you for listening to Reality with the King. New episodes drop every Wednesday and Friday. Share, comment, follow, and subscribe to Reality with the King wherever you get your podcast. Visit realitywiththeking.com and be sure to follow me at thecarlosking underscore on Instagram and Twitter. Tweet me your thoughts and hot takes about this episode using the hashtag realitywiththeking. Reality with the King is a production of More Sauce by Stitcher. It is executive produced by me, Carlos King, and Jasmine Henley-Brown. We are also produced by LaChique Lotus-Lee and Brandon Nix. Engineering and music by Marcus Hong. More sauce.